welcome to another episode of Living an Altered Life. This week I'm going to talk about Swami Shuffle 200. I know, some of you are getting tired of hearing about it, but you know what? This race is coming up and I am so incredibly excited about this that I just want to keep talking about it. I thought I would kind of tell you a little bit more about why and how I got involved in this incredible race and a little bit about my approach to this thing. So I had never heard of Swami Shuffle 200 until October of 2021 when I was running the Cape Fear 24-hour endurance race. And I began uh, chatting with this gentleman that I got to know pretty well. And so as this gentleman and I cruised around the laps together, he introduced himself and told me his name was James Huller. I probably could have chatted with James for the rest of the race. I don't even know what mile we were at at that point, but we did a bunch of miles together. I would say somewhere around eight or so. And as I listened to James, that's when I found out that our veterans who had, been, who had served selflessly in Afghanistan and Iraq were committing suicide at alarmingly high rates. So being a veteran and wanting to support our veterans because that's just the right thing to do, I was blown away by some of the stats and stuff that James shared with me. And to me, the challenge is that veterans, especially war veterans right now, they don't fit in, into any of the diversity checklist boxes. And so it seems to me that for the large part, veteran suicide is getting ignored by the mainstream media and our politicians and everything. And so as James and I ran along, he began sharing what he and Josh Fosberg were doing to create awareness and some of the solutions to get soldiers off the path to ending their lives and back to doing what we do in the ultra world, live a full life and go after things that are hard. And um, I was just blown away. The numbers alone should get your attention about what's going on. James started sharing with me about Mission 22. And all of a sudden, somewhere around there, he mentioned this crazy race that he and Josh had begun. So those who know me know that... <clears throat> I've been wanting to run a 200 miler for about three years. So I've been dreaming about running a 200 miler for about three years now. Actually, it kind of probably started back in the fall of 2019. I kind of started first seeing this thing about 200 milers and, you know, it just sort of captured my fancy. This whole, you know, get out, adventure, see what you can push your body to do over multiple days to travel 200 miles. And I just kind of fell in love and wanted to, and I've been wanting to run this distance since the fall of 2019. So as James shared about this crazy race that he and Josh had set up to raise money for Mission 22 and the veterans, I was like, huh, maybe I could take my passion for wanting to run a 200 miler, my passion for running, and my passion for wanting to help people, put all three together and see what happens. And so that's kind of how I started getting involved with Swami Shuffle 200. But let me just kind of share some numbers about veteran suicide, just to kind of wake everybody up. I was reading an article by a organization called America's Warrior Partnership, and they have a, this article is in something called Mission Roll Call. And this is a quote, 20, 22 to 24 veterans ages 18 to 64 commit suicide each day. And 18 to 20 veterans in the same age group die per day by self-injury. Combined, this points to at least 40 to 44 veterans dying daily. 
Now, the Veterans Administration says that in 2020, that's the last year that the statistics were reported for, that 6,146 veterans committed suicide. That was a decrease for them of 10%. But let's put it in perspective. In the Afghanistan and Iraq wars combined, 6,951 service members were killed. All right, so that's from 2001 to 2021. That was last year that they recorded statistics for service members killed. And I think that was because we pulled out of Afghanistan in uh, November of 21. And we all kind of know what happened there. But so 6,951 total, 6,146 in 2020 alone. So this means in 2020, a year the VA reports that suicide deaths were down, we lost almost as many veterans as we did over 20 years of war. That should move every American citizen to be passionate about making a difference. So I'm, I'm going to be truthful. I'm not a big proponent of the government coming up with solutions. I just you know, find that the government seems to make the problem bigger while just trying to throw more money at it. And it will take money to solve this problem. It just might be a better fit if it doesn't flow through the government bureaucracy jungle. So I did some research on organizations that are actually doing some good. One of the organizations that I looked up was the USO. We've all heard of the USO. They've been around since 1941. They've served military members and their families worldwide since that time. Great organization from service members, military service on assignment and deployment to their separation from the military. The USO provides a network that'll help our military members get involved with the right programs. During the COVID-19 pandemic, the USO provided active duty service members free Wi-Fi care packages, home-cooked meals, and virtual entertainment. The reason they did that is because a lot of service members had to isolate and be on lockdown by themselves for 10 to 20 days. And so what the USO found out was that these members weren't being cared for by their commands because they were locked out of their commands. So the commands weren't doing the care for them, and so the USO stepped in and provided this care. Great organization. As service members transitioned out of the service and returned homes, this was another area where the non-governmental organizations come in really, really handy. So I already mentioned America's Warrior Partnership and what they're doing to help. So they've got what they call the Community Integration Four-Step Plan. And I think this is one of the keys to getting service members plugged into local organizations that can bridge the gap between government and non-governmental programs. So James and Josh run an organization called Awareness in Action. So that's an N. So Awareness in Action. And it's another one of those little known keys to ensuring our veterans find the care and support they so richly deserve. One of the things they did was set up this 200 plus mile race from the Sandbridge area of Virginia Beach down the beach into Corolla and then all the way down North Carolina 12 to uh, the Cape Hatteras Lighthouse and back with the last 20 miles, of course, being on sand to make it more fun. The reason they started the Swami Shuffle 200 was Josh's friend Dustin Swami Lang committed suicide after three tours to Iraq where he earned a Purple Heart and a Navy and Marine Corps Commendation Medal. You can listen to a lot of that interview with James and Josh on an earlier podcast of Living an Ultra Life, where we talk about there's still room in the Swami Shuffle, which there is. The cool thing is Josh and James raised money 
for awareness and action, and I'm going to kind of tell you where a lot of their money goes to, but 100% of the funds that they raise go straight to helping veterans. They do this through some of the local things that awareness and action does, and also so through Mission 22. Mission 22 is a national organization that supports military members and their families. And I really like this organization. I've been reading a lot about them. They've got a really neat focus. So they focus in three areas. So the first thing that they focus on is support and treatment programs where they address post-traumatic stress, traumatic brain injury, suicide risk, and other challenges. And then the second area is what they call the social impact, and that's where they address ways to unite civilian and military communities to work together to raise awareness about suicide so that when veterans, when veterans separate, and, and James is really good at describing this, but when veterans separate from the service, what happens is their reason to keep on pushing on is gone. And oftentimes they go back to their hometowns they're trying to find jobs, they're trying to integrate back into their families, and there's no support method. There's nothing for these guys to just get out and be able to vent. What Awareness and Action does is they find jujitsu programs for these guys. They find ways to get them in a gym so that they're working out and they're, they're using some of this aggression and this energy that they had fighting wars to now develop their bodies and develop stronger minds. And so that's what we've got to do for our veterans. We've got to find ways to get them involved. Another local runner here in the Hampton Roads area, Jason Woods, is one of those guys that he's just done a ton to raise awareness for veterans and you know the, the social impact that happens when a veteran separates from the service that a lot of people never see because you don't see the wounds that are inside. And so Mission 22 does this. The organization that Jason supports does that. And I'll put that in the show notes because I don't remember the name right now. Um, hopefully Jason will chime in and, and let us know. But, you know, there's so many organizations doing fantastic things. So for me, what I believed was that everybody has a story to tell. And one of the greatest shames that happens, you'll notice we have a lot of guests on the podcast, and one of the reasons that I pick people that you've probably never heard of, or you've seen them in the community and stuff, but you just don't know much about them, I pick them because everybody has a story to tell. Everybody has something important that they can relate to somebody else. When 22 veterans a day are taking their life, do you realize that's 22 stories that aren't going to be told every single day? To me, that's not good. So to me, that means that we've got to do whatever we can to take and, and solve this problem. And so that's why I'm getting involved in the 2023 Swami Shuffle 200. We're going to take and we're going to run from Sandbridge in Virginia Beach, like I said, all the way to Cape Hatteras and back. I'm going to do it self-supported. My goal is to raise $2,222 to be able to give to these organizations. You can make donations in my name. You can you can email me at mikehornerultra at gmail.com or there's going to be some payment methods that go directly to Awareness in Action. There are those little things that you scan them with your phone and then you go in and 
click on the thing and you can directly donate. I don't care if they're in my name. I really don't. I just want to raise as much money as we possibly can for uh, the awareness of veterans and veteran suicide. And so, you know, that's kind of why I got involved in the whole Swami Shuffle 200. I'm really, really excited about it. Now I'm just going to go and kind of end the show with, you know, some of the details that that go into running a 200 miler. So a 200 miler is not a beast like it's it's not like any other race that you're going to do. This one is even different. There's no aid stations every, you know, 10, 15 miles. There's not a ton of, you know, support. Basically, my plan is I'm going to leave Virginia Beach at 8 a.m. on Sunday morning. I'm going to take the 20 miles on the sand down to where I will hit the pavement, right kind of about a mile and a half from the lighthouse in Corolla. And then I'm going to self-support all the way down. I'll probably take trail naps. About My plan right now is about every 10 to 14 hours, wherever I'm at, just to pull off, find some place I can get out of the elements, whatever the elements may be. Could be rain, could be beautiful sunshine. Who knows? This is you know, the East Coast in winter, so we don't ever really know. But I'll, you know, sleep for two to three hours, get back up, move again for 10 to 14 hours. And uh, I'm shooting to finish the race in anywhere from 70 to 96 hours is my goal. We'll see how well my body performs and how well I do at finding support along the way. Anybody that wants to come and run with me is more than happy to come and run. I was trying to kind of arrange and have, you know, okay, I'll have so-and-so pace me from here to here, and I'll have so-and-so pace me from here to there, but then I was trying to figure out, okay, but how do I get them back to where they started pacing me, and the whole logistics, so I talked with somebody who has done a number of these type of races, and he said, Mike, you can't, you can't do the logistics like that. All All you can do is, if people want to come out and pace you, you're running on North Carolina 12 and beach so you know let it if they want to pace you give them your phone number let them know how to contact you and then you can tell them where where you are and if they want to come out and pace you or if they want to just come out and you know chant at you because you're an idiot and you're running 200 miles you know fantastic you know anybody can drive down to the outer banks and do that um i'm gonna plan on doing um uh instagram live uh chats every once in a while uh, so you can see how Dane Bramaged I become along the way. And, uh, you know, my, I'm actually very excited. I was talking with my wife, my forever girlfriend, about this this past weekend. I'm actually really excited about just doing this thing as solo as possible because there's no quit. So she said, so what's your plan if, you know, something goes strange? And my plan is... Well, that's why I have a credit card and I'll find a hotel, um, pull off, recover, and continue. But there's no quit on this race to me. I'm finishing 200 miles. And the cool thing is there's no bailout. So you make it down to Cape Hatteras and you make it back. And I really am really excited about it. The race starts on February 26th. And uh, it's going to be an epic journey. And I can't wait. And I hope you all will be a part of it by donating uh, giving me shout outs along the way. And if any of you do want to pace, I'll send you the roads and you can come down and pace me. I've had a couple people. I have I have one really good friend who has said, dude, I will pace you back on the sand. And I'm like, dude, it's going to be at night because I don't want to see what's in front of me for 20 miles 
after running 180 miles and you know have to see nothing but sand reaching in front of me so I, my goal is to hit the beach on the way back in the middle of the night so yeah that's that's swami shuffle 200 we're going to do this to help the veterans because veterans deserve our help and they deserve every bit of support that we can give them and so if you know a veteran who has served please tell them thank you if you know a veteran who is struggling please take a little bit of time out of your very busy day and help them. You know, you can be a sounding board. You can listen to these guys and gals. Listen to their stories, man. Some of them are just heartbreaking. And these, these guys and gals, they want to tell their stories. And we should be the ones that they're telling their stories to. You know, go for a run with some of these guys. Get them out on a trail and, and go for a run and just, you know, go at their pace and... Just help them see that, man, there's a lot of life left to be lived, and they have got a story to tell. That's what living an ultra life is all about, is we have all got stories to tell, and we all can tell our stories, but we have to be willing to put ourselves out on that jagged edge and say, I want to tell my story. I want to say what's going on. And you know what? I want to take the focus off myself, and I want to go help some others. So that's what living an ultra life is all about. That'll do it for this episode of Living an Ultra Life. I am so thankful for all of you who download these podcasts and listen. If you get a chance while you're listening, go in and give us a rating. I understand that kind of helps our score with the podcast carriers and, and helps them kind of bump us up so that we're seen a little bit more. So if you get a chance, please give us a rating and let us know. It doesn't matter if it's a one or a five star. I don't really don't care. I think it's just how many people take the time to, to rate it. So that'll do it for this week's episode of Living and Ultra Life. Thanks for listening.